You're with Karen, accentuating the positive on Northside Radio FM 99.3. And I have an extraordinary man with me on the phone, Dr. Darren Weissman, or Wise Man, one of the three wise men, who is a healer and a doctor and oh, an inspirational speaker and author, all sorts of things. He's here to talk to us about his story and his work. Hi, Darren. How are you? I'm doing great, Karen. Thanks for thanks so much for having me on your show today. Ah, look, it's such a pleasure. It's uh, so interesting, so interesting your work because um, tell us a bit about your story. How did you come into doing what you do? And uh, maybe you should tell people first what exactly it is that you do. What it is that I do. I help people to reprogram their mind. I help them to reprogram their mind through a system called a lifeline that literally can be translated into a lifeline. It's a game changer that helps us to understand what the true meanings of symptom stress and disease are, that rather than being defined or identified or limited by current things that are happening in your body or stressful things that have happened from your past or things that might happen in the future, that every pain, fear, and stress I've come to understand is a portal rather than a problem, a doorway into this realm called the subconscious mind that the lifeline, uh, which is what I do, helps us to bring forth the greatness within our subconscious mind. And and thus, as alchemy from lead to gold, um, transform, you know, the painful experiences into power or the fear into courage or the stress into a growth factor. So, you know, how I came about this process of looking at life this way was literally going through my own pain and going through my own experience of stress and having my own immense anxieties about my worth and value as as a person mm. growing up and and just to, you know to get the ball rolling is I was when I was born in 1968 I was born bow legged I came out of my mother's womb and it looked like I was on a a Brahma bull and <laughs> at that time uh my my parents knew what they knew, and mm-hmm. my, I, you know, my mom and dad are amazing people. They're beautiful, and I love them dearly. And the, and the thing about it is that people only know what they know. And at that time, uh, what was done was they sent me to an orthopedic doctor, and that doctor put me in cast from my waist down to my feet. And I was in a cast for the first year of my life. I never learned how to crawl, and I would get around. Uh, by crawling with my upper extremity pulling me around. Mm-hmm. And I never learned the cross-crawl pattern. I, never, I didn't, and obviously, growing up, I didn't know that that was going to influence uh, my ability to learn. Mm-hmm. That was going to influence my immune system. That there's now science and research that shows that babies that don't develop this cross-crawl pattern actually um, are found to have... ADHD and, and dyslexia and all these kinds of patterns of, you know, just mixed up wiring. And, right. and, I, and I suffered with allergies and asthma and chronic infections and different things like that. Oh, and honey, you, you sound like me as a child. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and I sound like, you know, probably people listening right now, a lot of people. Yes. 
you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Allergy shots every week, rush to the hospital, you know, in an, emer- in, an ambulance because they can't breathe because of asthma symptoms, yeah. you know, tubes in my ears for multiple ear infections. It just was what it was. And I had massive anxiety about school. I, I hated it. And, uh, and, and that, that was, that's what I was going through. That's what I was going through. And as a kid, in my mind, I said, and really in my heart, I said, I, I've got to uh, find another way for me, but because my route was, you know, the medical route and eating sugar cereals and pastas and doing that route, that's all that I knew, that I started to do pre-med courses, and, uh, but something was missing inside, but I was more of a heady kind of person, and uh, I like things to make sense to me, mm, and so mm. I, I, I did that kind of thing, and one day, my middle brother... Um, Dr. Howie, who's uh, he's a psychologist, he calls me up and he goes, you know, he was in a real serious car accident. Infinite love and gratitude, he's doing great. But he um, he said, you know, he went the medical route and it didn't work. The pain pills, the muscle relaxers, the physical therapy, and then he went to a chiropractor, and the chiropractor literally set him straight. No pun intended, but it really <laughs> changed his life. And he immediately thought of me. He said, Darren, check out chiropractic. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing about it, Karen, was. At that time, and I'm 19 when I'm hearing about this, I didn't even know what a chiropractor was. I had never been to a chiropractor, and I, I was like, what is that? He goes, just check it out. And I, I have the kind of personality that it, if I get onto something, I, I'm on it like glue. And so I called the chiropractors in my local area where I was studying in the university, and and I called up 25 of them saying, I don't even know what chiropractic is, but I want to learn about it because my brother said I should. And after the 25th call, literally 25th call, the 26th call, this guy named Dr. James Dre says, I'll teach you about chiropractic. I'm moving my office. You log boxes around and I'll, t- you know, and help me move into my new office and I'll teach you about it. And that was when I learned that, oh, the body's actually self-healing. You just got to make sure that the nervous system's communicating. Mm. And it just made sense. It really did. It just began to line up. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. from there, you know, I, uh, I, I applied to chiropractic school. I went there and I met a guy named Dr. Ray Weechi from China. He's a medical doctor, chiropractor, and an acupuncturist. Really smart guy. And he helped me to appreciate what chi is, what life force is, mm-hmm. and acupuncture meridians, and, and what this ancient system is all about. And, and I just ate that up. And I, I just began to go in, one door led to a next, and the other went into another, and so I started to study with all these different people. Dr. John Sunderlich, who mastered this electroacupuncture system that uh, he built upon from this guy, Robert Becker, where he'd use electrical stimulation, and he was regenerating limbs with electroacupuncture from people that had developed um, diabetic neuropathies from uh, having diabetes, their limbs were getting into, turning into gangrene, and he was having people's fingers grow back. It was things that were so amazing. And Mm. so I started to study these things. I went over to Sri Lanka. I studied with Lord Pandit Professor Sir Dr. Anton Jayasuri, and I spent months with him learning homeopathy and other forms of natural medicine, treating 300 to 500 people every single day for free in his clinic in Colombo and went over to China and studied in Beijing and studied neurolinguistic programming and EMDR and, and kinesiology. And, and my mind at this point was just swirling with this information. 
And a friend of mine said, you know, he said, you know, Darren, there's got to be a big idea. All these things that you're doing, there's got to be a big idea that come, that brings it together. Mm. And, 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 and this is really the pinnacle point for me, Karen, in, in that I'm out with my buddy, Dr. Tom, and his wife, Ingrid. And Ingrid looks at Tom and I and with kind of like a smirk on her face and a look in her eye like, you know, she's caught us on something. And she's like, you know, so where's your big idea? Mm-hmm. And Tom and I look at each other like, what do you mean, where's our big idea? She goes, you know, you guys, you know, talk about this big idea, but the only thing I see is a big credit card bill because every time you, you know, go out, you go out for these fancy meals and, you know, and this is what I have. Where's your big idea? And I'm like, and Tom's like, well, we just haven't come up with it. And I'm like, it just, it just hasn't happened yet, Ingrid. And Ingrid asked me a question, Karen, that really changed my life. And, and maybe, you know, you or the listeners can relate to this, but she looked me in the eye and she said, do you want to know the truth? And, and that scared the heck out of me mm-hmm. because it, it, just, it just stopped me cold. And I'm like, what do you mean, do you want to know the truth? It's like, wow, you're looking at my soul right now. She goes, do you want to know the truth? And I'm like, yeah, I want to know the truth. She goes, you know, the reason that you haven't come up with this big idea is that you're just too afraid of how powerful it will be. Mm-hmm. And actually saying it just right now, and I've told this story so many times, I mean, it makes me want to cry because it was like this moment where faith met fear, and I was like, Oh, and you know, I didn't. I'm like, I didn't know what to say to Ingrid. I'm like, I said to my fiance, who's my wife now, Sarita. I said, "Well, let's get out of here." And so we left. And I'm in my house, and I'm pacing, kind of like what I'm doing right now. When I get excited, I <laughs> like to walk. Yeah. And, and I'm pacing, and in my mind, I'm hearing Ingrid's voice going, "You're just too afraid. You're just too afraid." You're just too afraid, like nails on a chalkboard. And mm. all of a sudden, I don't really have any other way to say it, but it, it was this mystical experience that was a blessing from the universe where I felt the energy of my crown open up and I entered another realm. And I was gone. I was literally gone. And I could see clearly this vision of everything I had ever studied, with everyone that I had ever studied with, and I was seeing new things that I had never seen before, and I yelled to uh, Sarit, uh, I, said, I, said, I said this, I said, Babe, get me a pen and paper, get me a pen and paper, because I didn't want to breathe, because I knew that if I did, I was going to lose it, mm-hmm. you know, it, and so she did, and I began to scribble, literally like a madman, and I was writing all these things out, and when... I was done, which is about a half an hour later. I had written out what I now call the lifeline technique flowchart. You know what I love and, about the uh, story. You know what I love about that, the story. It's it's um, it, it, it's it sounds incredibly similar to my story. I have to say it's so weird. I was looking, searching, searching, searching for answers to healing, and uh, it, it talks about getting out of your head and getting into your heart and. You know, we all go out searching for answers. What does it take? What does it take to to get better? Or what does it take to thrive? Or what does it take to be happy? And you've got to get out of that search mode and just be in that sort of I surrender mode or I give up or I'm available or I let go of my fear or whatever you want to call it. Like I let go. Once you understood that you were afraid, 
what does Marianne Williams say? She says, it's, it's not our dark that we're afraid of, it's our light. And yeah. yeah, and so when you let go of being afraid, it's all there available. I call what you do, and there's quite a few people, not a lot, but a few people on the planet that are doing what you do, the medicine of the future, because mm. it is the meaning to health and the meaning to sickness. It is, it is what it's all about. It's what I rabbit on on this show all about, about the power of the mind, but then understanding exactly how it works. Because when you're in it, when you're in your emotions, no one can tell you how it works because you're not rational. <laughs> you're, right. in a, you're in a place where nothing makes sense because you're just feeling what you're feeling. But this makes sense. This makes sense. This is the answers that doctors have been looking for, that scientists have been looking for. It is the answer. Probably not available to everyone because not everyone wants the answer. Some people actually like staying in their victimhood or in their illness. But this and, is and the I don't know. I don't know if they like to more than really that they're comfortable in it and that the fear of change is ultimately so great that it overshadows that sun that is right in front of them. And I, I love what you just said as far as when we're in our emotion, we're totally not rational. And as a result, that creates a certain level of disconnect because, you know, obviously people that are listening, I would imagine that most of the people that are listening to the show are aware that, you know, everything's energy and that there's a field of energy that connects all of creation. And the field literally acts as a mirror or a bridge or a doorway for the beliefs that we hold within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And those emotions that, you know, ultimately cause us to react or behave irrationally are ultimately the doorway to connect to the field of energy that connects all of creation. Our emotions and our emotional state of being, what I found in the lifeline is rather than being afraid that you're afraid, rather than denying that you're angry, sad, anxious, overwhelmed, mm. guilty, shameful, dot, 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 that these are actually the doorways to what healing is really all yeah. about. And we know from Candace Pert's work and for those of you who don't know Candace Perth, the woman who developed or discovered the neuropeptide, the molecule of emotion, what does that mean? That, that means that every emotion that you feel has a certain chemical structure in the body. Mm. And, and so that when you're angry, that your body literally becomes an angry body. And mm. when you're scared, your body becomes a scared body. That there's this thing called psychoneuroimmunology where our body literally begins to run the vibration of our emotions. Now, if you put that in a positive term where you start to understand mm. the, the placebo effect and you look at, you know, yeah, you're going to get better from taking this pill. Even if you're told that it's a sugar pill, if people are told that, 60% of people are documented to get well. And we compare all pharmaceuticals to placebo because the mind is, just like you were saying, so powerful. What well, if? Here's the thing. I've got a story for you. We had we had a fabulous 60 Minutes program recently about the placebo effect, and I was so thrilled that mainstream media was was promoting this because it was exciting for me that that on our free to air television in one of our most popular. You know, you have 60 Minutes in the states, so we have the Australian version. They were talking about the placebo effect, but when I was right. giving birth, Darren, I was in a lot of pain, and I had an acupuncturist with me 22 years ago. And uh, she was doing all she could. 
anyway, I called out for the drugs. I was like, right, give me the drugs. I want the drugs. Get that guy in here. Anyway, abusing everybody. And so he came and I was I knew what the epidural, I knew what would happen. And, and he must have picked up on that vibration. He took his good time putting that needle in my spine. But I thought he had already done it. And I turned around and I said to him, oh, my God, thank you so much. The pain has completely gone. It's completely vanished. Thank you so much. And he said, sit still, sit still. I haven't injected the needle yet. And I said, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Because the pain's gone. But you know what? I believed that he had. And so I was experiencing no pain and he hadn't put the needle in yet. That was right. the placebo effect happening. And, that is. And then I gave birth with no pain. He eventually did put the needle in. But before it, it you know, because it takes 20 minutes, before he could even, um, it, there was enough time for the drug to kick in, I'd already given birth pain-free. And, and I said to my inner self, you know, what was happening there? And they said, we told you, Karen, where there is no resistance there is no pain, meaning when you believe that everything's going to be okay and you're not pushing against it, saying it should be different, then you experience no pain. It was one of the most incredible experiences of my life, a pain-free birth, even though I did eventually have the drugs, but because I believed I had the drugs, I experienced no pain. Incredible experience right there. Mm -hmm. Well, my wife gave birth to our second child at home uh, on our bed, in our bedroom, and uh, and, the I can relate to that experience personally, not from the birthing end, of course, but uh, just observing that and, mm. uh, you know, what, what, what it takes. And, it, you know, what it is. It's, it's really wild. It's, you know, it's really an amazing thing. If you don't resist it and say, ouch, this hurts and it shouldn't hurt, then the pain sort of just, 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 just dissolves, just melts away. I've done this with, I was stung by a blue bottle once and instead of resisting it and saying this is bad I was loving it and saying this is a good thing and coming up for why it was a good thing and the pain just melted away where there is no resistance there is no pain but I love your work the medicine of the future and I know you've worked with uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton who talks about epigenetics Mm -hmm. and I just love the way that he explains and that you explain the, the mind it's it's not what's happening to you. It's just your subconscious negative beliefs or fear-based beliefs or limiting beliefs that get activated and then you respond to that belief and then that creates the drama and the, the trauma in your life. This and, ha- and, but the, the reality of it is, is that, is that you, you, and the, the challenge is, is that we don't respond. What we do is we react. React. Well, we're responding. Belief. Yeah, reacting to right. the and, belief. And, yeah. and what... What you did is you responded, and as a result of responding rather than reacting, that's where the real change occurs. And, you know, like you said, and I love that you started it in this way, it, it, the truth is, is that when you're in your emotion, it's easier said than done. It's like, what is it that, you know, a person can do when they're in a moment where physically or emotionally they're feeling overwhelmed? Mm. How do you shift so that you can recognize, oh, I'm in a subconscious program of a limiting belief or a memory, an emotional pattern that's been triggered. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've taught people that's really just, it's one aspect of this lifeline process is, is simply just to ask a particular question. Mm-hmm. And the question is, would I ever choose to feel this way? Mm-hmm. Would I ever choose to feel it? Would I ever choose to feel in this moment where, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to go through this, you know, uh, birth? You know, would I ever choose to feel, you know, this, this anger, would I, given the opportunity, would I? Would I choose across, it? 
Yeah. Would right. I would I choose it? No. But then if you right. ask that question and you get the answer no, how does someone who doesn't know how to get out of it? How, what's the next step if you're if they're not working with you or working with me or somebody who's helping them get out of it? Would I choose well, this? I can... No. Well, and so now, as soon as you know that you wouldn't choose it, what mm-hmm. isn't a choice, what isn't an action step, literally means it's a reaction. What isn't an action is a reaction. What isn't a, a choice, an action, is a reactive program. So we know that it's a program, and we also know, well, and if you don't, I'm telling you right now, that because the subconscious mind doesn't choose, the reactive mind doesn't choose, it just protects, it can be guided, it can be influenced, mm-hmm. and because we know everything's energy. One of the things that we can do is we can, whether it be thinking about it or feeling it or saying something, we can shift by having a certain vibrational tone brought into the moment. Now, what I personally use and what I teach others within the lifeline is the concept of infinite love and gratitude. And I just, I would love for, if you're listening right now, just to just even say those words, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite, infinite love, love and, gratitude. and gratitude. But what I would say to that, Brian, I mean, Darren, sorry, what I would say to that, Darren, is when you're in a really bad place, like, I hate you, I hate my life, I hate everything, right. it's a huge quantum leap to go from I hate to infinite love. And, and some people cannot find that vibration for the life of them. They could probably... I'm not saying that, I'm yeah. not saying that people need to believe in it. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I'm saying just to say it. Just to say I'm saying it. just to say it. If you said it Literally. in an angry place, it would feel like complete lie, infinite love, okay. and gratitude. That's bollocks. I could be screwed yeah. up. <laughs> in, 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 in that moment, it is a complete lie because yeah. I'm really pissed off. Yeah. I'm really anxious. I'm really overwhelmed. That doesn't matter. It's like my uh, my uh, martial arts instructor said, you know, there no, nobody knows if you're a black belt or not. You fake it till you make it. And then one day you practice enough and then you will own it. But you... It's not you, but a people in general. We need a tool to practice and harness our greatest, best self from inside out. And if we think about what the word infinite is and what the universe is and what the mind is, it's the infinite frontier right there. You think about love. I mean, that's what people desire. It's what people long for. It's people dream about. That's what passions are made of. Gratitude is is what the earth teaches us. It's where things work together. They're in service. They recognize the value of the parts for the whole. When you simply say those words, let alone there's levels to it, which I agree with what you're saying, you can think it, you can feel it, you can say it, you can believe it, you can know it. I personally, I know it. And I have been in the middle of hell in circumstances that are totally catastrophic and just beyond heart-wrenching and tragic, and it has personally helped me literally save my life, and I have helped thousands of people. I've done well over 100,000 Lifeline sessions with people. Mm. I have seen and witnessed so many people go through changes, so I just encourage you, don't believe me. Just when next time you cut yourself cutting an avocado, next time somebody really ticks you off and you're really anxious about giving a talk, just go in your mind infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude. And to add to it, there's literally, there's a hand posture that you can make that 
has a an energy. It's a mudra. If people don't know mm. what mudras are, mm. they're literally hand postures mm. that radiate an en- energy. And this hand posture in American Sign Language means I love you. And for those of you that are wondering what that looks like, if you and I were to give each other a high five, and so all your fingers are extended outward, and you just bend your middle and ring finger down to your palm, and you keep your thumb and pointer finger and pinky finger extended outward, it looks like you're a rocker, but the thumb's (laughs) outward. That means I love you in sign language, and combined with infinite love and gratitude, you hold, you hold that over an area that has a burn, you hold that over an area where there's pain, you hold that over your heart that feels broken or overwhelmed. You see what it does for you, and, I, and, and then go from there. Mm. And I would say that if you are reacting, as you say, in a really negative way, then you know there are some beliefs inside you which are not serving you to enjoy your life, and then you need to clean those up. Yeah, and and on and, and another level, Karen, which is so cool, it, is it, the symptoms or the so-called leaks or the stress and the pain is literally, it's a feedback. It's not a failure. It's not a fight. It's a feedback that's saying you, at one point, didn't have an ability to live with intention, to live with conscious clarity. You now do. And I'm speaking to you with this symptom in your body. Mm. I'm speaking to you with this stressor in your life. Mm. I'm speaking through you with these negative thoughts to say, it's time for you to go into your heart, set an intention, and focus on where you're going rather than what you want to go away. Because when you do, you will make an epic change that influences everything that's going on. Oh, that's key. That's so key. Focus on where you're going or focus on what you want it, rather than what is that you don't like, or yeah, that's that's absolutely key. You know what's really interesting is this happened to me during the week. I was with a girlfriend, and there was conversation going on, and she got quite upset. And then later on, we had a chat, and she asked me to take responsibility for her upset. And what was really interesting was the conversation was all about how great she was, and how there's a few things stopping her from moving forward, but, you know, once she deals with those, she's going to fly. And it was a very positive, a very positive conversation. But her, as we mentioned, what was stopping her, it all came up and started beating her up, literally, you know, emotionally beating her up. And then, and then, so she was in a lot of pain because her blocks were beating her up. And so on a, in a conversation later on that day, she asked me to take responsibility for her pain. And, you mean to say you're taking no responsibility for how I feel? Isn't that interesting that she said that? So I said, yeah, yeah, I apologize for being so horrible to you, <laughs> telling you how great you are, she said. <laughs> she said, well, it's not what you no, say, it it's how you well, say it. And I said, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, how I express love, it's like it, you're, you're reacting and it's, and it's my fault. But that's what we do, isn't it? We get upset and then we blame somebody else. It's like instead of thinking there's something inside me, that needs to change, you need to change in order for me to feel good. That's, that's it's really a big misunderstanding. Yeah, the way of the world it, is it, it really is. It's really a big misunderstanding in the sense that, you know, we don't even realize what's driving those thoughts that are causing us to feel victimized by I other know. people. Because our brain and our body are not designed to know exactly. the difference between a memory or reality or even our imagination, mm. that when these old programs get triggered, and, you know, here you are praising her, but... 
you know, it, it, it triggered a little girl who was four years of, of age, and mm-hmm. in that environment at four, you know, she didn't have the ability to communicate authentically in that environment that, you know, here's her parents that are fighting, and that, that becomes a, literally a Pavlovian-conditioned energy and life form that can get triggered by our current environment. And all of a sudden, this grown woman that you're looking at, it really, in her heart, is four years of age, and that's the part that's saying, you need to say you're sorry. And it's not really her, but it's, you know, because we don't understand it, a lot of times in the dialogue, you know, connection between people, because we don't get it, you know, this is what perpetuates the drama and trauma between people, between our bodies, you know, between communities on so many levels of subconscious programs reveal themselves, reveal themselves. In, in the pain, fear, and stress. Mm. It's so interesting because the trigger was not somebody saying something awful to her. The trigger was someone saying, and she even... Something beautiful to her. Something beautiful. And she even stated that a client came up to her and said, oh my God, you changed my life. I so love, and was raving to her about how fantastic she was. And she was just thinking, I wish you'd stop talking. You know, it right. actually really triggers her when people uh, compliment her and tell her that she's great. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's nice for a minute. Keep going. And it triggers this stuff so it's really fascinating this subconscious the you know the programming of the subconscious mind how it works it's not rational yeah. as we said mm. well and what did you say earlier as far as miriam williamson you know our greatest fear is not that we're inadequate our greatest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure yeah. who am i to be praised right who am, who I, am I to be brilliant be? gorgeous talented yep. and fabulous yep. that's the program mind that's the subconscious mind and yeah. as we literally are as she says liberated from our own fears our presence automatically liberates others. And so it, it is a wild thing to be able to digest emotion, not just, you know, the, the bad and ugly, anxious, angry, fearful, depressed emotions, but to be able to digest joy yes. and to digest love and to digest that I am worthy and valuable and special. You know, for most people in our world today where people are at war, not only from country to country and... Um, husband and wife and kids and parents and all these different things, but there is an internal war in our psyche where it's such an incredible bonding pattern, and, uh, you know, it's in what I've come to understand is that that's not what's wrong, that's actually the doorway to what's right, and, and the key is how do we decipher what is lost in translation ultimately coming from our subconscious mind so that when we are in the perceived mess of our life or body, mm-hmm. that we can actually create an equation that allows our heart to open up to what's possible. Mm, I love it. The doorway. It is. It's the doorway. Your pain is the it doorway is. to your freedom. <laughs> yeah, and what an oxymoron. It's like, really? Come really? On. Couldn't you make it another way? Yeah, but, but it's you know? true. Yeah. I mean, how do you know, I was talking about freedom on the show this morning, how do you know that you're at peace in your mind if, if chaos doesn't hit you and you're still at peace? Because if, if life is cruisy, you can never know peace, right? You need the chaos to show you that you're actually peaceful inside. Because when chaos hits and you go, oh, this is cool, I'm fine with it, I'm peaceful, then you know you're peaceful. Now I know I'm peaceful. <laughs> so Welcome to Earth School, right? Welcome to Earth School. So anyone seeking peace is going to create chaos in their life. <laughs> yeah, the world of duality, you know, in, is the ultimate illusion, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it's what we have here on planet Earth, and it's what our conscious senses perceive is duality. But our subconscious minds don't. Our subconscious minds don't know that duality. All they know is 
that everything is interconnected and your subconscious mind and the patterns that you have from when you were a little girl or the patterns that I have when I was a little boy, we all share the same patterns. It looks like there's separation between things, kind of like there's lines on a map that say, oh, that's, this state's different from that state. That ocean's yeah. different than that ocean. Mm. It's actually just one land mass and it's one water mass, but we separate things in our conscious mind to make sense of things yeah. so that we can get around. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's a wild process to actually begin to understand and, and, and really find meaning in what we would think would be meaningless because we can't see what's in that invisible, you know, subterranean, subconscious world. Yeah, it, it is, this, as you use the word oxymoron. Byron Katie says, there are no original stressful thoughts. <laughs> Every stressful thought that you've ever had millions of other people have had that stressful thought it's it's not yours you don't own it you know there are no original stressful thoughts so everything is just one and yet the more stressed out you feel the more disconnected you feel to that oneness so that's the oxymoron isn't it the more stressed out which is the doorway to freedom the more disconnected you feel and interestingly enough when you are in that stuff you don't reach out for help it's almost like you want to sabotage yourself. You want to, yeah, when someone comes to you with help, because you're feeling separate, you often don't take it. It's really interesting. I've seen that over and over again. And that's the subconscious identity actually creating an anchor in, in, in perceivably holding on to their life. But in reality, it's just expressing itself, letting us know, you know, I wouldn't choose this. What do I choose? Make a choice. What choice can I make right now that enables me to move in the direction of my heart? What's my heart's next move from here? So wherever you are, what's my heart's next move from here mm-hmm. and from here? And, and if we continue to ask that question and we can, you know, really honor that, and that's a courageous, brave thing to do, to move from your heart, you know, because we we live with such intense judgment or being perceived to be judged by others. Mm. It's, uh, it, it, we, we literally, we do, those wings open up and we liberate our souls in such a beautiful way. Yeah, I know, it's so good. Now, honey, you're coming, you're coming down under. I am. <laughs> I am. Dr. I'm going to be in Sydney. Dr. Darren <laughs> is coming down under. When are you down here? Oh, I will. I am teaching a five-day training in uh, in March, the fourth to the eighth. Which that's the fourth to the eighth on my calendar. So I think it might be like the fifth to the ninth on your calendar, because um, we're a day apart. But as I'm looking at a calendar right now, it's at the beginning of March. Uh, I will be teaching what's called the Lifeline Experience, which will teach anyone or anywhere anyone that's there how to do this Lifeline program for yourself if you're already so, a, uh, so this is for people who want to use it on themselves or is this for people who want to use it on others like practitioners either or either or okay. either or mm-hmm. yeah i mean either or there's it's really there's so many incredible systems and and out there and this is rather than being oh i don't want to learn another technique yada yada you know this is not another technique i always tell people you didn't come here to learn a technique you came here to change your life you came here to literally have a simple, practical way to change your life, whether it be your marriage, your money situation, your physical health, or all of the above. Uh, and if you're already a practitioner, if you're already a 
kinesiologist, if you're already a chiropractor, if you're already an acupuncturist, if you're already a psychologist or whoever you are, then this is going to be a tool that is going to, you know, change your entire practice in such a positive way because it's going to enable you to laser in at the core programs that are leading to, uh, you know, ultimately physical challenges and emotional stresses in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. And people can find out more about it on your website. What's your website? Uh, DrDarrenWeissman.com. So it's uh, D-R and then D-A-R-R-E-N-W-E-I. S-S-M-A-N, DrDarrenWeissman.com. And, you, and you'll scroll down, you'll see, I do a lot of things. I teach all over the place. But um, you'll see Australia, you'll click on it, and, uh, and then you can find out information. And uh, it is a, an incredible fun ride. <laughs> it's a fun ride. It is. It's fantastic. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I might just... Uh, Oh, Dr. Darren, thank you so much for coming on ATP Radio and telling us all about your all about your uh, adventures with the subconscious mind and healing and finding the answer. I call it the medicine of the future. I think it's fantastic and uh, I urge people to check you out. Thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Karen. Thanks. Bye for now. So, Darren, are you excited about coming down to Australia? Oh, you know, Karen, I, uh, I'm so excited. And there's something so e- emotional that is uh, literally innate in my system that I, I'm not sure if I completely understand it yet. Um, it ha- it, it, what happened was that the first time that I came to Australia to teach, which was four years ago, right when the wheels hit the ground, um, I just started bawling, literally sobbing, and I didn't, I didn't understand why. And every uh, year since then, when, when I come on in, the wheels at the ground, I could even be asleep, and as soon as I open my eyes, I'm, I'm crying. There's, I have uh, such a, an incredible connection with the country and the people and uh, the culture. And yeah. Yeah. Our, our first year that we went there, we, it was the year that the fires were going on uh, and where King Lake was destroyed. Mm-hmm. And we were given um, a special pass. Me and three other certified lifeline practitioners were given a special pass where we were able to go past the, um, the uh, guards, the official guards, the police that were still looking uh, in the investigation as towards why the fires occurred. Mm. You know, so we went, we had wristbands on, and we were checked on through, and we went, and there were people... Uh, in these white uh, uniforms looking in houses and, and uh, fire-pocked cars uh, that were burned and their markers where they found dead bodies. It was wow. horrific. It was literally um, like going into a concentration camp. Uh, all the fire, all the trees in the forest were, were completely gone. There was no sound of any animals whatsoever. Like and we were given the opportunity... Mm-hmm to go in and to work with the people that did survive. And we worked with people from the beginning of the day to the end of the day uh, for multiple days. And, um, got you know, we're working with people that lost their children and mm. lost their husbands and wives and lost their entire lives. And that was really, you know, the big wake-up for me that this lifeline is really a lifeline on a much bigger level that we could actually go into a, a, a tragic human experience and make a difference. Everybody that had a lifeline that day 
now no longer were were destroyed by, by the fire, that the fire actually was the catalyst to them moving into an entirely new direction in their life, and mm-hmm. their hearts were open to it. It, within a month of that, mm-hmm. and it was so. It was, it was so powerful. It was so powerful. It has forever left uh, an amazing impact that I'm so grateful and humbled by. And so, you know, I'm so excited to come to Australia and uh, and to teach and to share uh, this beautiful vision that I have of creating world peace through inner peace. Because I know that when people can move through tragedies like that, that when we go through the ups and downs of life, and everyone, we do go through the ups and downs of life, that we, we really can have a tool that enables us to create our life regardless of what goes on. Mm. So I'm so excited to come and, uh, and, and see you as well. <laughs> I'm excited to see you too. I love when you said create your life, uh, like recreate your life. When it, yeah. Like if you've gone through a fire and everything's destroyed, then it's a very creative act. You're recreating it, aren't you? Because you thought you'd created it. You thought you had the house and you had the family and you had everything in place. And then you have to recreate it all over again. It's big. It's huge. It's huge. It's great to have tools out there like Lifeline. Because we have a – I don't know if you have in the States. We have a, a Lifeline is a place that you call on the telephone if, you're, if you want to commit suicide or if you're feeling really down you need someone to talk to. You call Lifeline. Do you have that in the States? That's what it's called out here. No, we don't. It's but actually I heard that that was there and yeah. what a perfect name for, for that uh, – for you know, for that service, it's mm, so it's beautiful counseling service. So not to get it confused with our counseling service lifeline. Yeah, you're, different. You're, it's different, uh, different, same, same, but oh, so different. Right, oh, so, exactly. Oh, so different. There we go. You've been listening to me talk to Dr. Darren Weissman, who is a doctor of the future, a doctor of the mind. He's not a psychologist, as we would think. He's about infinite love and gratitude, and he has a book called The Power of Infinite Love and Gratitude, and another book called Awakening to the Secret Code of the Mind. So if you're interested in any of those books, give us a call on 94196969, and we'll get you a copy. So if you're a subscriber of FM 99.3 and you're interested in either of those books, give us a call on 94196969 and we'll get you a copy.